Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Drew, and I want to welcome you back to Learn How to See Better. It's the only podcast out there that'll improve your vision the longer you listen. And in today's episode, what I wanted to talk about is really a follow-on to the last episode. You can check that out uh, by clicking the link somewhere, wherever you find it. And that episode was called Resistance to Assistance, right? It's intended to help us identify and debunk and at least be aware of what are some of the reasons that we're holding ourselves back from getting the help that we need in life, in your personal life, in your business life, etc. So trying to identify what's causing that resistance uh, is going to be one of the key things that allows you to take action on getting that situation rectified. So one of the things I wanted to talk about that's relevant as we switch over in today's episode that I've affectionately entitled The Persistent Assistant. You see, sometimes we recognize in life and what we're dealing with that we just need a little bit of a helping hand, right? We just need a little bit of assistance, uh, someone to just uh, give us a little bit of a nudge, uh, that little bit of a perk, that little bit of additional support to get us past uh, challenges we're facing and obstacles. But then there's sometimes you actually need a full-on team member. You actually need someone in the boat with you, uh, rowing the oars, right? Um, and helping you get down that river, get to your destination. And sometimes we have to think with a whole different mentality on how we're going to do that. Because again, if we're either prideful or we've always done it a certain way, or we've been trapped by the false belief that if you want something done, do it yourself. And that's the only and best way to do it all the time. Yeah, you know, the one that holds us all back from asking for a helping hand. But the idea of the persistent assistant is really more deeply rooted in trying to provide perspective on how to get help, how to find a way to get the support that you're looking for. And some of it really goes into trying to figure out if you were going to have a conversation with yourself, how would you look to investigate your own challenges and ailments? Imagine if you would that you are scheduling an appointment with yourself to have a bit of an analysis, a bit of an evaluation, a bit of an exploratory discussion about what's rattling around in that cranium of yours. What are the things that you're going through daily, thinking daily, actions you're taking daily, weekly, monthly, and the results that you're experiencing in the arenas of health, in the arena of wealth, in the arena of relationships, right? It all comes out in our life and our experience and that kind of all rolls up into that big old ball we call happiness one way or another. So sometimes it's as simple as being able to uh, talk to yourself and be able to ask yourself difficult questions. Difficult questions that you might be offended if someone else asked them of you. Asking yourself questions that challenge you to think about why the answers are the way they are. You might find that you learn something about yourself and you don't know why that thing is the way it is. Or you might really analyze a decision that you've made in life and then it all of a sudden hits you that that decision does not reflect who you are or who you've become. And those are the instances where you have to recognize that there are breakthroughs and break widths. And most breakthroughs come from break widths breaking apart from 
previous ways of thinking, breaking apart with previous philosophies that have maybe held you back in some instances. So looking at all of this is a way that you can improve your own personal vision is really forcing yourself to flex your inspection muscles, your investigation muscles, your interrogation muscles um, with yourself to really be able to prepare yourself for the challenge that um, any sort of assistant is going to come in and be able to provide. Because if you called the doctor and said, hey, it hurts, I need you to see me, they're going to ask a few questions. Okay, where does it hurt? How bad does it hurt? How long has it been feeling this way? To get some insight, what were you doing when this started? To really start to look at some of those things. Um, And if there's a path out of that pain, a path towards the pleasure, sometimes you need that friend, that helping hand, that persistent assistant that once you're on the right track is going to help make sure that you stay on that right track and not drift. Because the same wind blows on us all. And we can all find ourselves drifting if we don't have the appropriate set of the sail. So that's what I wanted to call out here today, that this one is rather simple. The persistent assistant can be set up in a multitude of ways. It can be an accountability partner. It might be technology, reminders, alarms, things you write down. You are only limited by your own creativity in this regard on how you can be a persistent assistant. So what I'd like to do right now is give you three specific approaches you can take when you can look at setting up your own persistent assistant to help you out with what you're looking to get done. And while these things may not seem like they're all that complicated, they're actually rather simple on purpose. Sometimes we just need a reminder of what these simple things are, and perhaps unique ways that we can try to incorporate them into our own lives. So let's go with categories or buckets that I'll put them in. One category is going to be manual, things that you're going to do. You're going to set yourself up. You're going to throw yourself an alley-oop, so to speak, right? You're setting yourself up for more, um, a more successful future. You're setting yourself up for more of the future that you're looking for. The second bucket is going to be things that you can delegate, that you can get uh, someone else to be uh, in that role for you. And then the third is going to be automated. Automated as in you're able to use some sort of technology to be able to hand that off and just put the thing on autopilot, right? So we'll talk about these specifically. So number one, manual. Let's say you are trying to do something very simple that maybe all of us have tried at some point for one reason or another, where you like to or not, or you had to or not. Let's say you had to get up early. You had to get up early, right? There's a couple different ways you can you can get yourself set up. You can be telling yourself, okay, if, if you've maybe got an early flight tomorrow morning or a big business meeting in the morning, or it's your wedding day, right? And you've got a morning wedding. You've got to be up, let's say 5 a.m., that's probably a shocker for most people. We could go forward, but I don't want to scare you away. Let's say you got to get at 5 a.m. tomorrow morning, and it's very important, right? So there's a couple ways you can do that. You can go and just tell yourself all day long, like, I got to get up early. I got to get up early. I got to get up early. I got to go to bed early. I got to go to bed early. I got to get well-rested, right? You can really just literally reprogram your brain 
through repetition. We all remember watching the the intro to The Simpsons and Bart Simpson was up on that chalkboard writing something out. Every episode, repetition, repetition, to, to train, to change the behavior, right? So that's one way you could go about it. And this goes for goal setting too. Or if you're trying to get to the gym, you could say, okay, I'm going to the gym. You could start to have, you know, the fitness magazine on the counter, or you can have uh, your gym clothes next to your shoes, uh, right next to your bed. So you're immediately, if you happen to forget in the middle of the night, you're programmed the next day. As soon as you get that, uh, that image in your mind, it reminds you. So you're setting yourself up strategically to win by taking some sort of manual step through uh, repeatedly writing something down. Uh, leave something important to you written. Use a dry erase marker to dry, write something right there on your mirror. How often do you see yourself in the mirror every day, right? In the morning, typically, in the evening, typically. So take advantage of where your eyes are going to go, where you can set yourself up for success by planning those reminders. More often than not, we need to be reminded more than we need to be instructed. So those are a couple of manual ways that you can set yourself up to win. Be your own assistant where you're actually thinking and thanking yourself, saying, yeah, good good thing I set that out for myself. I gave myself that visual reminder, right? You were persistent in that. So it's adopting a new way. You might like writing things down. You might like to use post-it notes, right? Whatever system you can come up with where you're setting yourself up, uh, you want to be able to build that repetition so you get the habit going quickly. Let's move over to the bucket of delegated. Another example or two of how you can be, uh, how you can set up that, that role of the persistent assistant. You know, one of these has to go with going to the gym as a common example. You get a workout partner. It's really an accountability partner because those days where you're motivated, you wake up early and, and you reach out to them. Hey, let's go. We're meeting at the gym today early, right? And then there's days where you don't wake up with all that motivation and energy. And you're essentially sort of relying on in that partnership, that symbiotic relationship, that they're going to have the pep. They're going to have the juice. They're going to be ready to go and uh, fuel your fire a little bit. And so you guys can both kind of, kind of keep going, kind of keep going forward. Um, you know, again, whether your accountability partner is, is coming in the form of like a, a coach or a mentor, that can also be an effective way. Someone that's going to be in your corner or nudge you on, uh, to say, Hey, look, this is what you got to do. This is what you said you were going to do. Have you done it yet? If not, why not? Let's go. Right. And it goes back to the same thing where that accountability partner, if we looked at the example of waking up early, if you tell someone else you're going to wake up early and call them or text them or check in at the end of the week and uh, <laughs> you, you realize that all of a sudden um, you haven't been holding up on your end of the bargain, you get the opportunity to get those questions from that accountability partner to say, hey, you said you were going to get up early, you know, at 5 a.m. every day this week. Um, you're reporting in with the, with the morning call or text message at 7.05. Let's just reassess the, the question, right? Is this something that's that important to you? Or do you have five unique, you know, <laughs> intense circumstances all in a row that prevented you from getting up early? Because sometimes you can have that gut check, right? That tough love that says, hey, look, you're just not doing anything of what you said. And just based on that, I'm here to, you know, persist and play that role for you to ask, are you serious about this thing that you're trying to do? That you've asked me to hold you accountable for. So that's another smart and clever way to get that persistence that you're looking for to kind of ask for that help, you know, for, for a friend or a colleague or someone with a little bit of distance to say, Hey, would you be willing to play this part for me, this role for me, uh, to keep me on track, to keep me from drifting? Because, you know, 
we're all susceptible to it. It's just a matter of uh, that intent and focus and how we're able to uh, hack keeping on track. Now, the third and last one, one of my favorites, is use the power of technology, right? You know, technology is moving forward, not backwards. Um, it's kind of get on the train or get run over by it. Uh, so take advantage of the momentum and the leverage that you can get by le- by taking advantage of simple things that you might not think of. The alarms on your phone, the timers on your phone, the reminders on your phone. Rely on Google to do it for you. You've got an Android, right? Oh, wait, rely on Apple. You've got an iPhone, right? So when you think about the ways that you can have meeting notifications set up, you could literally have a meeting set for yourself to sit with yourself so you can reflect and project and really get that time uh, that you need to go through and take those times, take that time out that you need to go through the things that you're experiencing and see how, uh, how things are going, right? And make sure you're clear on the way things are going with getting assistance and getting things back on track so you can get to where you're going. And you can use those same reminder alarms and alerts to keep you on track with that, right? So it's as simple as it sounds, something that can be easily overlooked. And there are countless examples. I mean, we all are used to working with an alarm clock, right? At once upon a time. But the same holds true. If you find that you're going to get up at five and every time you hit snooze and you throw the thing across the room, um, that's not really working for you. <laughs> so you got to get that, find that right way for the, for the automation to serve you. Maybe you're setting up the alarm clock across the room and you make it really loud where you have to get up, right? <laughs> now, now that persistent assistant is, is not going to pipe down no matter what you throw at it, <laughs> what you say to it. Uh, it's, it's there really in that role, but you have to have that structure and environment for success so it can really benefit you. So, I could go on and on, as you might imagine, but those are just three different categories as to how you can look at putting a persistent assistant in place in uh, most easily your personal life, right? Some of these can be looked at as life hacks. In other essences, in other instances, what you're looking at are ways that you could potentially become a little bit more efficient in how you run your business or how you manage time because we've all got the same 24 but we all feel like we need a little bit more. <laughs> so that's where I think the rubber hits the road with taking uh, what I was just sharing earlier about the concept. And then here looking at the actual application of it all and how you might be able to get a little bit of that, um, that idea working for you in your life. So hopefully you are enjoying this, uh, giving me the opportunity to uh, break down a few different things that you can look at so that you can learn how to see better and gain a little bit more efficiency in your world that you're looking to do or looking to achieve, regardless of whether uh, you're looking for enhancements in your personal world or in your business world. So be sure to share this with a friend who might benefit from the info as well. And I can't wait to catch you on another episode of Learn How to See Better. Thanks.